I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We interrupt our normal program to cooperate in security and civil defense measures as requested by the United States government. This is a Conrad radio alert. Normal broadcasting will now be discontinued for an indefinite period. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! Hey, you know what I was thinking about the other day, fool? Dinosaurs. Crazy, right? Yeah, when I talk to it, it says you have to speak in American English. Yeah. What other kind of English is there? Is there British? Thanks for asking. I'm going to put this as delicately as I know how. You can chortle my balls. Am I in hell? I deserve this. Get ready. Time yourself on this one. You can go to the bathroom. You could um, take the dog for a walk, but bring your transistor radio with you. Don't guard that joint, my friend. Level test, level test, level test, test. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Uh, let's do famous threesomes for 200, please. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Roll another one. Radiant Durf. Just like the other one. Ugh, I'm a sweaty pot. This one seems to be allowed to quit. I just realized I do not know this bitch. And I need. It's our time to shine. 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 Let's shine. Let's shine. Roger that. He loud and clear. You're living in a nightmare that starts the crack of dawn. Dude, time to hit the exercise machine. Let's pass it around. Oh, no, you did not. Viva la France. <laughs> and now. I'm just full of number ones. So it's it's better than being number two. We're going number two. Our feature presentation. I mean, valid point, I Not guess. Wrong. Sure. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Friday morning, the 22nd of March. What's happening? Hello. Hello. <laughs> did you guys see uh, Last Night on the Kings? Did you see Ron Burgundy? I did. He's so funny. I love He's him so, so much. so good. I was uh, watching NCAA games. Ah. Oh, were those last night? Well, I think <laughs> Kevin, on the other hand, probably has a different feeling than we do. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't know what happened, actually, yesterday. Oh, because, you're, because in, spent... you're in the lead. I'm in the lead. You're winning right now. Fantastic. Yeah. It's a good day. I mean, it hurts to know, know a guy who doesn't know he's in the lead is winning, <laughs> but sure. Can I, uh, can I share something with you? Yeah. Your your bracket is called my fabulous bracket. I don't know because he, that's the one that just comes. Yeah, with it was it. a generic. One. Yeah, he has no. a generic. Oh, okay, because there's a couple other. There's Kevins. two other Kevins. Yeah, but yeah. one we, is Klein, one is our boss. Are we sure it's you though? Yeah. Are we sure this one is Kevin? Yes. 
Okay, then I have some news for you, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you know this. On your bracket, mm-hmm. which I'm looking at right now, you have not declared a national champion. Oh. You only did the first round, Kevin. <laughs> no, that's not true because I picked the finals. No, it's and in the, the final four. You have no national champion. <laughs> okay, I'm wait, looking at a wait, circle and it says none. <laughs> okay, but wait. I'm looking at it and I saw it last night and I'm like, which idiot Kevin is that? <laughs> wait a minute. Uh-huh. Because you, I picked the final game. You picked the and final the game score. and the score. Well, then, of course, that per, whoever wins that game. By the way, Kevin has a point, but he's also wrong because he didn't pick a winner. You didn't pick the winner. So who had that high score? Kevin, you're such a disease. Oh. So you're saying I'm, I wrote down all the way to the final. I picked the two teams in the final. And the score. And I gave a final score. You sure did. But I didn't put who's going to win? Unless I'm looking at this wrong, but I'm not because I'm looking at it and I'm right. (laughs) Oh, Kevin. God damn it. And he's in the lead. (laughs) By the way, I could still technically win, right? No. Why not? Because Um, I'm looking at the numbers. You have a possibility of 159 points. So unless everybody tanks. Well, I'm saying people lose as the tournament goes along. If everybody tanks in the biggest way possible. If no one picks the winner, he would still have a chance. But yes, that would be the only way. That would. Oh, that's not true at all because I could be way ahead on points, no? You could. You People could be drop real... points throughout the whole... Sure. Stop being optimistic. I'm just saying I could still win and have it not picked a champion. Right. Oh, it's so great just seeing national champion none. <laughs> right? It just says none. He Where? thinks He thinks two teams are going to win and there will be no winner. Oh. It's an existentialist problem Hold more on, than it is. Hold on, I want you to show me where I, where Come here, okay. look at this. Where was I supposed so to put you it? were supposed to click one of these two and then that would have popped up into this gray circle. But I put O down here. Oh, and the score. I would just like to note that I'm currently in second place and I did pick a winner. Oh, congrats. Well done. I didn't pick a winner. (laughs) Also, by the way, you're ranking nationally pretty good. Well, I mean, it's one day, but I'll take it. Still, six thousand. You're, you're six thousand four hundred seventy-three, which sounds like a lot. When until you hear, I'm one point seven million. Really? For oh, real? Wow. My ranking is one point seven million. You're at six thousand. It's pretty good. I'm gonna say again, I could win. How many people are in our pool? Sixteen. Uh, yeah. I could easily win without having picked a champion. Well, all I know is you should start looking at that Cameo website. Because <laughs> I don't think you got a shot, baby. <laughs> I saw that last night and just went, oh, Kevin. That's so funny. Good time. Did you did you feel bad or did you laugh? Be honest. Uh, I laughed and then felt so bad about how hard I was laughing. <laughs> there truly is no winner in college sports, though. No one gets paid. They treat them weird. So I get... I, you were making more of a political stance. Yeah, exactly. is that what you were doing? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Jensen, for giving me an out on that. <laughs> I mean, I did put probably a minute and a half into it. Right. I was just curious last night to see who everybody picked as the national champ. Right. And then I got to yours and I was like, oh. Didn't oh, pick it's, it. uh, it's just a gray circle. <laughs> but really, aren't we all a gray circle? Deep down. <laughs> no, really. we're not. Deep, deep down. down. Deep we're deep all down. gray circles. Yeah, deep down. <laughs> I didn't pick a winner. Okay. <clears throat> so... That's funny because uh-huh. I didn't pick a winner. Right. But if I win having not picked a winner, oh, amazing. that's even Are funnier. you kidding? It is amazing. on brand. It's on. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll see. Absolutely. He's got a shot. All right. Oh. We're going to talk about Ron Burgundy on the uh, Kings later on Excellent. this morning because uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. But I did not realize that I had submitted my bracket mm-hmm. without a champion. I mean, a lot of nobody does it. I mean, every. 
one does it. No, I meant nobody does what you did. Oh, I see. <laughs> I just decided to go a different direction. Quitters never give up. Exactly. Set because it's years. so much more of a burn if I win this Sick way. Burn. Which is what I was which is what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about today's uh, Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Kevin, god damn it. Right? <laughs> We'll have some more uh, March Madness updates. Great. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the B-Team podcast has uncovered an old interview that oh, Bean and boy. I did with Richard Simmons. Yeah, I listened to it last oh. night, and you got Ooh. some... It, this was a moment. We went to his studio, right? Yes. For sweat oh, yeah. to the oldies or whatever yeah. it was? Yeah, Slimmons. Slimmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, all. And then I remember that, and then I also remember that for some reason, he was laying in the... Middle of the street yep. where traffic was, and I was going, Come on, just drive over him. You, That's all I remember. You, you may have offered people a couple hundred dollars to murder him. <gasps> what? It was a weird night. It's Richard Day. Simmons. I, look, it's pretty crazy. I don't know. Also, don't the know women in the class, I th- whatever, we'll hear about it later, but let's just say that the uh, plumper women in the class may have hated you. Oh, I think they all hated us. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was. I don't think it was just part of them. Right. I think they all hated us because we went in there and we were jerks. Yes, sure. I mean, Bean was. I, you know. Yeah, okay. you would know. I'm pretty to do cool. With it. Mm-hmm. Ashley Escape is on the program today. Those robocalls might, Ugh. might stop. Yeah. Really? That's the dream. Might. I'd love that. Plus uh, the new uh, Google platform. Yeah, there's a new video game system. We're going to talk about that this morning. Jeff Tremaine is going to join us in studio. The director of The Dirt. The Dirt, about Motley Crue. And how, are, how are they alive, you guys? How are they alive? In no clue. How? how were they alive at, at one year yes. in, and then five years in, and then ten years in? It, it just is... uh, By 87, all of them should have been dead. Boggles Oh, mind. you mean 1987? Yeah. 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 No, no, they're not going to make it. No, no, no. That would no, no, be no, ridiculous. No. Uh, it's Friday, so we've got Keep It 100 as well. We'll take a break, and we will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Allie McKay, what is happening? What is happening is uh, global subscriptions for online services like Netflix and Amazon Hulu have exceeded cable subscriptions for the first time ever. Yeah. (gasps) Streaming services added 131.2 million new subscriptions for a total of, are you ready for this? Mm. How many people subscribe to streaming services? 613 million people. Wow. I mean, it's all going that way. Absolutely. Cable subscriptions fell 2%. Their total, 556 million. That's 613 million for streaming to cable, 556. And that they're not going to get a jump in cable anytime soon. No, zone. I don't think so either. Wow, that's mm. crazy. Netflix is so popular that it affects the internet. Yes. Like when everyone is streaming, it affects the entire internet. Meaning what? It slows it down yeah. so mm-hmm. that you can't. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. It is crazy. Kevin, I'm doing this story for you because it Thank involves you. the royal family. Oh, you know how much I love them. You love them. Well, Prince Harry went to chat with a bunch of students at St. Vincent's Catholic Primary School. <gasps> they didn't touch him, did they? However. Because they'd be put down. As excited as most of the kids were, there was one that was just like not having it at all. <laughs> and he tapped Prince Harry and said, when is Prince Harry coming? <laughs> to which he responded, but I'm Prince Harry. And the kid said, but when's the real Prince Harry coming? This was- kid, man, 2020. How about that? So Prince Harry replied, I'm the real Harry. I've just had my hair cut for the occasion. And the kid was like, no, still not buying it. <laughs> wow. This is a four-year-old little boy. Comes to find out because he said to his teacher, 
dude ain't wearing a crown. That is no prince. And Prince Harry wound up saying, listen, when I don't show up places with a crown or a cape, kids don't believe that I'm an actual prince. So he shows up even in a nice suit, whatever. And like he said, he got his hair cut. What's it going to take? That's a funny. crown and a cape. I just thought that was so dang cute, you a, guys. I think a scepter could be added. A scepter for sure. Something to convince the kids. Absolutely. See, kid's got a point. That's Kid funny. has an like a four-year-old, all you know are princes wear capes and a crown. That's true. Yep. Don't be coming here with your ragtag little ginger head. Cover that. The crown. <laughs> right. You also say anything that comes to your mind when you're a four-year-old. Oh, absolutely. There's no filter whatsoever. Yeah. I love, though, that his immediate thought, though, was, oh, I got a haircut. Maybe that's what's really confusing him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is probably trying to figure out why this kid doesn't buy but it. A haircut? Well, I don't know what you're going with. This four-year-old knows me with more of a shaggy do. <laughs> oh, for the love. <laughs> guys, Monica Geller, we know her as... Courtney Cox, mm-hmm. Monica Geller from Friends. You're, she, kind of, you're supposed to flip those. Uh, Courtney Cox, we know her as Monica Geller there from Friends. See, I know Courtney Cox as the lady from the Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen video. Ad yeah, where she's that. dancing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Her most famous thing. Yeah. So she shared a video of herself walking towards the iconic West Village apartment that serves as the exterior in Friends. Mm-hmm. And then she tells people off camera, good night, I'm going home. And then the Friends music plays. But I like what she captioned the video on her Instagram. She captioned it, the one where my rent went up $12,000. So that's the name of the episode. (laughs) Because really, can you imagine? And in this article, according to CNBC, the median rental price for a two-bedroom apartment in the West Village. How much do you think? Because I thought this was extremely low for New York City for really? a two-bedroom. Are we talking... Did you say rent or buy? Uh, rental in the West um, Village. The average. Yes, this is median. Two-bedroom median. 20000 Jesus. Oh, that, that's, what are you... No. No. This is the average. How much is milk in your world? It's <laughs> a great question. In New York? Uh, all right. Uh, $1,414. $4,200. Oh, okay. See, it's 4500 Close. But I thought even the median would be around fifty-five to six. Well, I was throwing like rat infested. Rat infested. Yeah, I was throwing every garbage can in there. Okay. Yeah. Forty-five hundred dollars per month. I want to live in Kevin's land. Right. <laughs> Twenty grand. He I finds just... like a place for ten grand. He's like, "What a bargain! We'll take it." <laughs> you look over there, and he's just burning money in front of us. <laughs> right. This happening in your world. But really, a great question. Let's go back to it. How much is milk, Kevin? Uh, $114. I told you okay. that. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Some birthdays for you. We've got Reese Witherspoon, Bob Costas, Matthew Modine. I uh, I dated a lovely man um, from Montreal, and I asked him on one of our first dates what he wanted to do, and he said, I'd like to see that movie with Matthew Modine. <laughs> and I cannot say Matthew Modine without saying Matthew Modine. He's really a fan of Matthew oh, Modine. Oh, he loved Matthew Modine. What do you want Modine. to do tonight on this date? I want to go see I Matthew Modine. I want to see Modine. Matthew Modine. Oh, understandable. He's a delight. <laughs> uh, Wolf Blitzer, Keegan-Michael Key, Constance Wu, and William Shatner. Mama. Just kill a man Put a gun against his head Pulled my trigger Now he's dead Mama. Okay, we'll get back to you there. Yeah, that's what's happening 
It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Uh, you sound like a proud winner. Well, I mean, I'm ahead. You currently are... Am I ahead? Very much ahead uh-huh. in our bracket for the NCAA tournament. Right. You currently have 15 correct picks. How about that? Which right. puts you at a very uh, shockingly high number. You you are ranked in the 6,000s, so 6,473rd. Out of everybody. In the entire Yahoo like universe, which sounds like a lot until you realize I'm at 1.7 million. Wow. That, and, and Allie and I are tied. Yeah. I'm so much better You're than so you guys. So much better. So uh, much. Until this morning when we clicked on your bracket to see what kind of future you have, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're in the lead, we're like, does he have a winner? Who does he have moving on to the Elite Eight? Those sure. kind of questions. Mm-hmm. And we realized quickly that even though you have two great picks, Duke and Wisconsin as your, uh, as, in, in your uh, final four, along mm-hmm. with Gonzaga and Kentucky. Right. You have Duke and Kentucky in the final game. Those are favorites. Right. Right. And Duke winning. Well, no. You you didn't But Duke but I picked Duke to win. But you didn't select a winner. So But you, I put the score. You mm-hmm. put the score in because that's the tiebreaker, you know, for our entire tournament. Mm-hmm. But y- there's just a gray circle at the top of your bracket and it under national champion, you know what it lists as the team? No. None. Yeah. None. You made a political statement saying that no matter how hard college players work this uh, season, no one is a winner when you're not paid and you're not, you know, all these. School- that was my statement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's the only thing I could come up with as to why you didn't select a winner in your bracket. Yeah. The fact that you put in the score. I put so in the score. That's, that's the. Uh, you're almost done with you, the bracket. I was now done. You, well, I was. no. We don't know who had the higher score, who was the winner, which would be the tournament winner so people who so that <laughs> circle on the top i just uh-huh. tweeted this out yeah. too for, at, 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 kevin, at kevin and bean or, or and, yeah and we'll retweet it yes um yeah and it just it has a, a gray circle uh-huh. and the word none none yeah, so none it says none so, but is it possible that i could still win it, it would be possible because if you got both the teams right but goal is i mean someone is gonna pick the winner if so no i'm not talking about out. in the yahoo world i'm talking about in our pool in our pool sure i could easily sure not even not e- need I, the I final think, i think easily is a bit of a stretch <laughs> yeah. but i think there is a way you could win yeah and okay. just so and so people are up to date kevin is in the lead uh we have christine in third ruben uh, who's a th- you oh, know. Chip is second. Oh, Chip is she, second. Yeah, you didn't see her real didn't name. Didn't even see it. <laughs> Chip is second. Uh, Christine in third. Ruben in fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared. Yes, our receptionist. Uh, our, our receptionist. Yeah. He's the best. He is also, basically there's a tie up top yeah. for third. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Allie and I tied for ninth. Uh-huh, yeah. Isn't good. Not great. I mean, it's not However, great, because Allie won last year. Not only did I win last year, I feel like I won just by my bracket name. Your bracket name is? All Zion Me. Right? A little Tupac, all eyes on me joke, along with Zion from Duke. Boom. I'm going to love Nailed that. it. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank <laughs> I'm, you. I'm walking away from it. <laughs> I feel good about it. However, um, I don't even think I have Duke going to the final four. No, I don't. Duke isn't even in my final four. I mean, let's be honest. There's no guarantee anyone. Will... Right. We're all guessing. But... I think we, we found out yesterday from A.J. Bell that there's like nine million different ways. What that... about R.J. Bell? What did he say? Oh. 
AJ Belt, former <laughs> former Major League Baseball player. Uh, RJ Belt, who's a pro, by the way. Yes, mm-hmm. he's also tied for third with twelve points. He's three three below you, Kevin. Yeah, of course. He, I mean, that's what did, we all expect. He did pick a winner, though. Uh, <laughs> last night's games. Did you watch any? I did not. No, I was watching the Kings game. Uh, well, the one that I was like most excited to get into was Minnesota versus Louisville, and that's because Minnesota is coached by Richard Patino. Okay, Rick? Who, yeah, well... Uh-huh. Rick's son? Son. Yeah. But what you have to remember is Rick Pitino's college career ended in, like, a very terrible way. Oh, I don't He was fired that. from Louisville for a pay, you know, like a payment scandal. Didn't realize that. To like college, a bribery thing? Yes, for oh. college players getting them to come to his school. Uh, and so this was, like, a big deal for him as the son of a disgraced father. Uh, he went out and they beat Louisville. How about that? And after the game, they asked him, and he was like, no, you know, it's not a big deal. But you know at home, he's like doing flips. Uh, To remind people, too, we should remind people about this side bet. Yes, we do have a side bet between just the three of us, Jensen, Allie, and myself. The two losers between us uh, split split it and buy a Cameo video, which for people who don't remember, we've been talking about it for weeks, trying to figure out how it's going to tie into the show. We pay a celebrity, sometimes in quote celebrity, right. sometimes not. Uh, we're going to we're gonna pick a celebrity to make a video for the winner. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we can spend up to $100, names like Corey Feldman. Dr. Drew is Dr. only $98. We've been really looking at this. We could get, by the way, both Pratt's. Wow. Both Pratt's. Spencer right? and his wife, Heidi. Oh, I, I, I went I Chris, and I was like, that's same. insane. Why is he doing <laughs> that? Do you think Chris Pratt's on cameo? So I don't know. And then we could get him for $100. I was wondering who but the wait, other Pratt was. Let me ask a question. When I win, uh-huh. and the two of you pick a cameo, right. do you get to tell them what to say to me? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so you could still, I could still oh, get. Oh, no, we're going to ruin you. But how's that fair? Also, you didn't pick a winner. We're not going to be making you a video. You're going to be making me or Allie a video. I'm saying I could still win without picking a win. I wish I had that kind I of optimism. I picked the final two teams in the championship. I, I am the, the score. score. And the score. Sure. <laughs> so I feel pretty good. What if, what if, stay with me here. Yes. Kevin has a perfect bracket the first oh. time ever in the world. <laughs> and didn't pick a winner. And he didn't pick a winner. So great. That would be the most <laughs> me thing ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> That would be great. Uh, other highlights from yesterday's games, if you're looking into uh, following this weekend, because, uh, you know, second round also starts this weekend. Correct. Uh, ja Morant, uh, who I kind of had on my radar because he's like a top three pick uh, coming out uh, into the NBA this year. Who's he play for? Uh, he's in, uh, he he plays for, Mar- well, Marquette Murray. Okay. So it's the school that no one, I mean, that's the best part about this kind of tournament. Murray mm-hmm. State? Oh, he played yeah, Murray State. Yeah, Murray. Murray. Uh, he he basically has a tri- he had a triple double in the game. Wow, which is which is the first time anyone's done it. Uh, I think since 2012, it was Draymond Green who was the last one to do it. Uh, and I, I guess everyone's eyes are on Zion. Obviously, all of eyes course, all eyes. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. But if you're following this dude, I feel like he's kind. Of, and also, if you're a Lakers fan and you're going to be having a lottery pick, <laughs> right. uh, you'd be watching these games with a different kind of eye. And yeah, I true. think Morant is is the kind of the standout from yesterday. As someone that didn't watch the game but saw that Michigan State was trending on Twitter, and I clicked on it, and it was yeah. all about they're, they're going to lose this game. What's happening? And uh, quite frankly, uh, they're my they're my national champion. Oh wow! <laughs> should I feel bad that they almost lost in the first? Well, round? you should feel mostly bad about. Michigan State's coach, Tom Izzo, 
Oh, I just like him because I always think of, I always say T to the Izzo. Sure you and do. And it just makes of me happy. Course. He was screaming at a, at a true freshman on the sideline. <laughs> screaming. Well, I would too if I was ranked second and yeah. I was about to lose in the first round. Yeah, he was screaming I at I don't know, Allie. Sometimes, sometimes almost losing is exactly what the team needs to go, look, we really need okay. to step up and play well. I think yeah. you might be all right okay. still. Thank you. Uh, Gonzaga, uh, who, who R.J. Bell didn't like. Right. He, he said, said they were going to prob- not probably, but they're the weakest of the top four. No, they destroyed their team. Okay. So 87 to 49. Also, uh, they look like they have a pretty nice run right now. I, I, I think you might be wrong. I have them okay. going to the Elite Eight. You might have the right decision. Against though. Michigan, then they lose to Michigan. Did you guys know where Woford was? No, I don't know where about a third of these teams are from. In West Virginia? Is it? I don't I'm know. Not, to be honest with no. you, this is Gonzaga. When I was a kid, when they made the NCAA's, you had no idea who no they were. Clue. You were like, "What?" And now they're kind of like a powerhouse. Yeah. But Woford and uh, who, who South was, Carolina, Spartanburg, okay. South Carolina. All right. After one day, is yes. there a Cinderella yet? Um, it's hard to after one day, but it's always hard to say after one day. But I and would it be me because I'm going to win with no champion? No, you're Cinderella because you wear women's clothing. At night. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's completely. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's about an hour from now, Jeff Tremaine comes in studio. He is the director of The Dirt, which is a story about Motley Crue. Very exciting. Dave the King of Mexico is in here. Screw the crew, right, Kevin? Right. We did do a screw the crew campaign for a while when they were trying to come back. And Tommy Lee was not fond of that, and we cannot play his email. I mean, his uh, voicemail. Voice Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not playable. Well, Dave, what did you find? Well, I host, along with DJ uh, Omar Khan and K-Rock's Beer Mug, the B-Team podcast, mm-hmm. where we go and comb through the Kevin and Bean archives and find old, old interviews and recent interviews, and we talk about it, and we discover things for the very first time. Omar discovered your interview with Richard Simmons. Now, a lot of this stuff ha- maybe happened before you guys were on the show or before Oh, Omar this was- is way before it was. we were on the okay. show. Yeah, because we're all hearing this for the very first time. <laughs> yeah, and calling, calling an interview is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, you guys went out. Uh, first of all, what's, uh, what's the week of dicks? I, what I guessed from it. I have no idea. What I guessed from it is that you featured different Richards every day. I see. Okay. That's that was very possible, but I don't feeling. remember. Like I don't remember much of anything about. This. I think that you celebrated different Richards every day. Okay. Yeah. Well, you go. Uh, you meet Richard. I guess he had a club called Slimmons. Yeah. It's yeah. Like until a, recently, yeah. he was like a dance oh, really? to the old so a couple years guy. ago. Yeah. Yeah. He put out those videos and everything. And oh, those were sold out. That yeah. was where you went on weekends to go to a Slimmons class, and then you take pictures with them after. It was huge. Yeah. It was basically what. 
the disappearance of Richard Simmons podcast was all about is that he what? stopped doing those classes. Yep. Yeah. And that's how they found out he was yeah, he disappeared. Yeah. What year was this? Do you know? I have no idea. Early nineties. Yeah, it had That'd to be, be early nineties. Okay, but uh, actually, here's... I kind of think it might be in the eighties. No, because, because we started in nineteen ninety. So yeah. oh, okay, maybe it was early. It's early nineties because you referenced sweating to the oldies, which is not a mid nineties thing. <laughs> okay, so your early nineties, late eighties could only work for sweating to the oldies. Okay, yeah. well here you guys are. Approaching Slimmons. Here's the problem. The class is in session. Right. They're already dancing. We need right. to figure out a way to slide in so that they don't notice it yet. We're the only guys in the room next to Richard who weigh less than 300 pounds. <laughs> oh. So let's figure out a way to just slide on in, okay? Here we go. We're going into Slimmons. We're just going to go right through the door and just pretend we've been in the class since the beginning. So we did a lot of uh, yeah, making I, fun of fat people in I, the I, early I, days. That's what you're facing here. There was a lot of that. I think you could see where we're, oh, we're going to no. get hit with Can this. we not play the rest you're of this? You're walking into a firing squad. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So you guys finally meet Richard Simmons. Oh, my God. It's that guy from Sweat to the Oldies. He's looking at his watch. I think we're late. He looked at his watch and then he grabbed his package. What was that supposed to be? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Really, when he grabs his package, what is he really grabbing? <laughs> you know, you've heard the stories about... <laughs> All right, we're leaving now. I've never been so embarrassed. Here, right? You're late. We're going to be fine. You're late? We'll be, late? Okay. Yeah. We'll be okay right over here. What do you think happens to late people? I'm terrified. Do you remember what happens to late people? I do not. <laughs> I don't remember what happens to late people. You have to dance in the front of the class. <laughs> no. <laughs> so let's find out what you guys actually have to do. What happens to late people? I don't even know. We're in front of the class now. What are we doing here? What is this? Come on, keep it in. I am so exhausted, man. I I never want to exercise again as long as I live. Are we done? <laughs> All right, so it's not bad enough that we're making fun of people who are overweight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are people who accept that they're overweight mm -hmm. and are at a class to do something about it. Right. That yes. makes it so much and worse. And they sound like they're having a good they're time. They're having a great time, and we're just a-holes. And these two skinny yahoos uh, come in I'm so and mock their workouts. And I'm embarrassed. I'd rather not play this. And Richard listens to the show. Like he listened, he listened at least to the show, and he knew some of the specific fat jokes you were saying on mm. this. This is where it kind of turns. Uh oh, yeah. you broke yeah. my heart, guys. Oh, we were you here. Broke, you broke my heart. We didn't break here. When I listen to your show, I listen to it. I don't put it on and walk out of the room. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, you really hurt me deeply. Okay. Why didn't you I'm, take? Why didn't you come in there and participate? Well, we actually we came in there, and then when you brought us right up to the front of the class, we felt like fools. And I don't know the words to Oklahoma. <laughs> You know what I mean? I can't be in the room there, baby. The only guy not singing Oklahoma. Homa. 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 We know we belong to the land. Come on! And the land we belong to is great. If I... What do I know? The Godzilla theme song? Should I know that? By the way, that... Is a pretty good sound. That's for, him laughing for laughing. Yeah. Yep. So everyone's having a good time, are I they? Think, right. Uh, yeah. And then Kevin, you want to tell a joke? Oh no. Mm. Do you take back all those things you said about overweight people? I'm telling you right now. Let, let me let me say something. No, no, no. The Delta Brook stuff. Uh, uh. That Kevin. Was a joke. Kevin. Hang on one minute. Hang on. Come over here. Come over here, ma'am. Come over here. Oh, all right. We told a joke that he got offended, and now tell me if this is funny. 
We're talking about the Olympics. I don't want you to tell this joke. I, I, you, Wait, who am I telling it to? You're, you're someone in the class. class. A heavy person in the class. You're asking him if you think this is funny. Oh, and if no. she didn't think it was funny, you wouldn't talk anymore. You wouldn't tell it anymore. And he's like, okay, I agree to that. What is wrong with me? Okay. If she doesn't think it's I funny, I won't tell her again. What she, oh, really? I won't tell her again. Okay, uh, whisper to her. I don't want this to be on. I don't want to hear this again. Whisper the I'm joke. Get the joke out there. <sighs> Do we know what the joke was? No. No, we never oh, heard thank it. thank God. But he didn't like it, so uh, he decided to take action. Richard, you're walking down the middle of the road. That could be dangerous. He looks like a, he's got little puppy dog eyes out there, Kevin. All right, stop, Richard. Let us just say one more thing. He was, I think we were in Beverly Hills. Yeah, his studio you, you was. You guys were in West Hollywood. Yeah. And there yeah. was a, literally a street with traffic right in front of it. Yes. And he's walking out into yes. okay. yeah. I'm just gonna We're not making sense. I'm just going to throw myself in front of this truck. Hold on, don't run over Richard Simmons. Go, no, get <laughs> out of the road. Fine. Get out no, then you won't have me as the problem anymore. Fine. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Come on. Go ahead. Come on through. Hold on, let's talk, let's talk to the driver of the van here. Ma'am, what's your name? Sue. Sue, Richard Simmons is laying in the middle of the road here, and we say go ahead and just step on the gas. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to I'll him. I'll give you $100 right nah. now to just gun it. Nah. $200. No. $300. No. $400. No. Listen to Bean, by wow. the way. Yeah, just trying to get Richard Simmons killed. Yeah, what? By the way, if she runs over him, it's a he murdered her. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the murderer. He's paying someone to murder. Right. So then Bean would go to jail because he was paying somebody yes. to murder. Now, Not Kevin, me, though, because I didn't offer no, him money. No, you were safe there. You guys used to have Richard Simmons on a lot. We did, yeah. And why, what was going on here? Why Why did this happen? Dude, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> it seems that By you, the way, here's the thing. Yeah, it yeah. was... It was a running gig of his. Like, he would go on Letterman, and the same mm-hmm. thing would happen. Letterman would make better, funnier f- fat jokes, and Richard would be offended. And, like, that was a thing at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did it poorly. We're not Letterman. Yeah, well, so. you guys uh, get him out of the street and go back to class and face the music. Here's the end. Now, what are they all yelling about? I don't what know, but they- I believe they're turning on us. What are they all yelling about? Wait a What? These are these are the heavy these are the heavy classmates yelling at you. I don't think you could beat us because you don't laugh. You couldn't even handle ten minutes of a class for that lady. We gotta go now. We have to go. We're out of time. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Wow. So to recap, you go. I don't think we need a recap. Richard Simmons. He goes, lays in the middle of of busy street. Mm -hmm. You offer to run him over. You offer money to run him over. And then you mock the ladies We're in not the class. Proud of everything we did. <laughs> Can we leave it at that? I mean, yeah. I mean, the police probably have some questions, but sure. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. We're always grateful when people see things in the news and think of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people have DM'd us and tweeted at us and Instagrammed at us and everything about this Florida man thing that you're supposed to do. You, challenge. Yeah. The challenge. You Google your birthday in Florida, man, mm-hmm. and then whatever story comes up is hilarious. Yeah, I was terrified when I started getting them. Have you done the Florida man challenge? I'm like, do I have to eat a face? Like, what do I need to do? Oh. Here's a news report explaining exactly what it is. A new viral sensation is taking over social media and has tons of people laughing. It's called the Florida man challenge, and it's making its rounds on Twitter. It's pretty simple to participate. Twitter user G underscore Fatima issued the challenge to enter the words Florida man followed by your birthday into a Google search and sift through the results to see what a man from the Sunshine State did on or near your birthday. For example, on December 8th, a WFTS headline reads, quote, 
Florida man yells there's no Santa at holiday event. <laughs> there are some really bizarre headlines. If someone has a November 19th birthday, their search might turn up this one from WTVJ saying, quote, Florida man on bicycle arrested after tussling with police at Taco Bell. <laughs> the official Twitter moments handle even joined in on the fun with this tweet saying your new Zodiac sign is the headline that comes up when you participate in the challenge. All right. So we want to try the challenge? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you want to hear some highlights from yes. ones I found? Sure, please. Uh, Mark Hoppus, friend of the show okay. of uh, band Blink-182 and Simple Creatures, he said uh, his birthday, Florida man arrested, accused of shoving woman to get egg rolls. <laughs> Very good one. Uh, there's what else? Oh, uh, this is from Samuel Lewis at SLU 14. This Florida man thing uh, really never does fail to let you down. And then a picture of his response, which was Florida man attacks partially blind man in a minion costume. I love it. Very so basically, good. it's whatever happened in Florida on that day. Yeah. Your at birthday. any point. But not at even the point. year. Yeah, I don't have to add the year. So you just put in your birthday. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Hold All on. right. Okay, I'll go first. Is that cool? Yeah. Mine's not great. Florida man tells cops his name is Ben Dover. <laughs> so I assume that's his fake name. I sure hope so. It's oh, yeah. Florida. His name is actually Andrew Layton. Ben Dover. He was arrested for uh, resisting an officer, which seems like that's like the a bar mitzvah for someone from Florida. <laughs> like you have to do that to become a man. Right. That's a good one. That's good. Allie, Fine. what about yours? I mean, the headline is Florida man charged in naked rake attack. <laughs> <laughs> just scrolling this. Can I can I read you some please, highlights? Yeah. Please. So this guy Maurice Castaneda breaks in to someone's home. They start yelling, get out of my house. The man Bill shoved him to the side yard. He then said Castaneda grabbed his rake. The man's <laughs> wife runs out, tossed her husband a hatchet. Oh, what? But then he realized he had a better weapon in his truck, so he got a hammer. Upgrade. And he just kept hitting the naked rake guy with a <laughs> hammer. Yes. Naked rake guy took away, and here is the most Florida line I've ever read. Castaneda retrieved his boxers from a nearby swamp and took off. <laughs> oh my God! That's How very is that good. Possible. Happy birthday to you. That's amazing. Thank you, June 12th. All yeah. right, here's mine putting mm -hmm. in March 29th. Yeah. West Palm Beach. After spending the day golfing, drinking, and doing drugs with his 74 year old father, James Jimmy Scanderito went outside for a smoke break. Mm -hmm. When he came back inside, his, his dad was dead. That doesn't seem Have like it. a Florida Have story. you been listening <laughs> to the segment? I <laughs> typed in March. What do you want from me? I typed in my birthday. This is just a sad Wait, story. it gets worse. The, no, How? I don't think we need it. How? <laughs> It's supposed to have like an like a, a gorilla in is it there a from goat? a zoo. Yeah, yeah. A, a goat, and his name is or meth. He told the jury at his first degree murder trial. Oh God! Tuesday, that he was scared to death that he'd be blamed for what he thought was his father's fatal overdose. Overdose. Over the next oh, several his dad days, was a drug addict. Over the next several days, he he. <laughs> okay, here comes the funny part. <laughs> Here's gotta okay. be the joke. All right. Let's hear it. Over the next several days, uh -huh. he uh, <clears throat> he uh, robbed uh, a, a laundromat and took all the clothes and then dressed in it all. Allie? Over the next several, several days, days, 
he was rooming with a naked rape guy, yeah. and now they're in a band. Yeah, that makes sense. He dismembered his father's body. <laughs> Kevin, this is just a... put the article down. You don't <sighs> understand the segment. And dump the remains between a construction site and an abandoned golf course. That could have been anywhere. That's what came up for my birthday. What do you want from me? I know it's supposed to be funny. That could have been for... I, my guy was named Ben Dover. <laughs> my guy had a naked body, and he... Put stuff in a swamp. Yeah, yours, that... yours are better than mine. My guy hacked his dead. Jesus. You're the worst. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let's talk to uh, Ashley Escada, who is a senior editor at CNET. Good morning, Ashley. Hello, friends. Hi. Hello. How have you been? I, I you know, good. Knocked Aww. up. I'm sorry? Is it good, knocked up? Like, it's, it's hard. It's is hard. that baby, like, totally taking everything out of you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally sucking the life out of me right uh. now. I feel, I feel like you know. I will say this: I feel like I could sleep anywhere at any time. It's like an inadvertent superpower that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had that without being pregnant. That would be perfect if you could sleep anywhere at any time. All right. Totally. The reason that uh, we have Ashley on is the phone companies and the robocalls. Um, I can't take another robocall. Mm-mm. I just. It seems like you get three or four a day. They're close to your phone number. You just block, 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 and it goes on forever. Is there any hope in this? Well, joke's on you, Kev Dog. This is a robocom calling to actually ask you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We were tricked. Plot twist. <laughs> um, so this is, a, this is pretty cool, but it'll take a little while to kind of get out there. So a while ago, our F- the guy in charge of the FCC, Ajit Pai, yelled at all the telecom companies for all the robocalls everybody gets, which you guys, like you said, is super annoying and happens way more often than it should. In 2018, it says that there were 26.3 billion robocalls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Damn I think boy. everybody got 1 billion. A kid or... 27 people got 1 billion calls. Yes, correct. <laughs> so what's happening? Uh, so AT&T and Comcast are, are partnering up to use a, a protocol that verifies where calls are coming from. Um, so it's called the Shaken Stir Protocol. It's a very long uh, acronym. And they, you know, it's uh, telecoms, people who want to sound very cool in James Bond. But sure. really, all it is, is uh, it, it's basically it's two different phone companies verifying where a call is coming from. Oh, okay. And so. So you you may have seen something like this. Uh, T-Mobile is starting to roll something out similar to this, but it only uses its own network. Uh, it's called Name ID, so you can see exactly uh, what what company or what person owns the line that it's on. But with T-Mobile, it's just people who use T-Mobile because they have that data. Gotcha. So with Com- Comcast and AT and T, they are able to sort of talk to each other and verify, like, oh. This one is from, you know, AT&T says this call is from so-and-so, and and then Comcast can say, oh, yeah, that's correct. That information is correct. And if that happens, the call comes through. Well, it'll come through anyway. So if it's (laughs) off, but if it's (laughs) off. How is this supposed to help? Boo, Ashley! Work together, they would be able to then say, 
Well, if it's unverified by all five of us, clearly it's it's a call that you should not accept, and we can just automatically block that. Okay, and that's how far away? Because I thought this uh, well, I thought this article was like, oh, great, they're making some some great strides in the robocall thing. We're going to have many I, fewer. I feel, I, I feel like the internet kind of got you on that one. Oh. I feel a little bit click, a little clickbaity. Oh God! <laughs> I thought we were finally it'll be, free. It'll be a minute. Oh. It'll be a minute. And by a minute, it'll, it'll be a while. Years. Uh, this didn't work at all. Wow, I was so excited. Way to go, uh, Ashley. Ashley, can I move you on to something yeah, that excites sorry. me yeah. a little more that I think will have a lot of info out? Please. The Google, Google, the Google has a video game system coming out, and I only saw the headline, and I need someone like you to explain it. So it's, it's not quite a system. It's called Stadia, which is sort of um, like a little abbreviation they did for Stadium. Mm-hmm. And this is a game streaming service. And what Google is saying uh, you'll be able to do, they, they made a controller that you'd connect to, uh, to their servers via Wi-Fi. And you would be able to open a Chrome browser and play any game, no matter what kind of graphics card you had on your phone or your laptop or PC or anything that has a Chrome browser, you'd be able to play it in uh, if it's available and offered to you at 4K, wow. uh, 60 frames a second, which is, um, and it's a pretty impressive. They've, they've done some experimenting, some beta testing with uh, Project Stream uh, with Assassin's Creed, and uh, it worked pretty well. So this is now like the rollout of that streaming service. So will those um, those games will be on the cla- like on the Google like I'm confused about that. So like I don't like yes. you said Assassin's Creed, that's a game that's on, you know, obviously on consoles. So are these games going to sure. be exclusive to Google? They uh some, they're they're hoping that developers will make games exclusive to Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. Um but there will also be games just like every console, there will be games that are cross platform um and things like that, but it's 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 kind of a weird thing because they're like, okay, here's this really awesome game streaming service that we're going to offer. We have no idea how much it's going to cost you. Um, it maybe we haven't really heard about pricing and details are a little bit scant. And I think they're going to probably talk to us about it in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're saying the idea is the games are on Google servers, which are high, pa- super high powered machines. Right. Yeah. And so you don't have to make the investment in the machine. So the idea is that you would be able to not have to, you know, in a perfect world, you'd never have to upgrade a console or uh, buy a new PC or or a new graphics card every couple of years. That's pretty cool. Um, Is this the way everything's going? Like, will everyone eventually just host it on? Like the Sony PlayStation host or, you know, Xbox? Will everybody go that way? So those companies actually have um, game streaming services now. So yeah. Xbox has Xbox Game Pass where right. you're able to play play games, but you do have to download them to... Yeah, that's system. what I mean, into your hard drive. So then it, it basically, yeah. Google's taking that away, though. Now you could basically play from the cloud. Yes, and yeah. the idea is they're saying, like, so they want this to kind of tie into YouTube. So because streamers are obviously a really big deal on YouTube games, yeah. especially for video games. Sure. And so what they want is for a streamer to be able to set up a live stream and say, I'm going to play Doom Eternal, which is a game they showed off at a GDC. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that person starts playing and you happen to tune in and you go, wow, that looks really cool. And so you pick up your Stadia controller and you log in to your browser and you go, I want to play Doom Eternal. And That's within crazy. five minutes, you're playing that game at that. You can even wow. choose to start playing at the point where that streamer is playing, which is really neat. Yeah, and your controller's just in your bag. Like, you don't have to, you can carry basically a video game system everywhere you go. That sounds awesome. When is that going to happen? 
So they're rolling this out, um, and they said they'll have more details this summer. Uh, and I, I think the one hindrance that might be a problem is that your Internet connection has to be a little bit quick. So if you're in a more rural area, it might be a little more difficult. Um, they want 25 megabytes a, uh, megabits a second. Um, sorry if I'm mixing that up. I have really bad pregnancy brain. Uh, <laughs> my brain is only slightly functional now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it, you're going to have to have a pretty solid Internet connection. Um, so for some more rural areas that don't quite have the, you know, consistency, it might be a problem. But right. for most people, it should be atta- relatively attainable. Uh, but it'll. I think they're kind of banking on the fact that this will be something that people will use. Uh, but they're really banking on the fact that maybe 5G will kind of right. the elusive, the a elusive 5G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> elusive 5G. All right, yeah. so, so we're way, we're way early. Wait, on we're the, waiting on everything on the robocall hell. We're yeah. way early. We're early, but then and we're just on, kind yeah. of early on the kind Google of early on game. Google Stadium. <laughs> It's only slightly early. I mean, they, there's like you know they'll have a beta and you can test it out and everything. So I, that's a that's actually a thing. Like I I think people should definitely try. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, I, basically, the only person that's going to have a good time with these things is Ashley's kid. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so true. Yeah. You can follow Ashley uh, on Twitter at Ashley Escada or at CNET, and she is the creator and the host of Stream Economy on CNET. Ashley, you're the best. Thank you for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Bye. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Callie McKay is here. What's happening? Well, during this What's Happening on Friday, we like to talk about our Kevin and Bean That's My Jam playlist. And essentially, everybody on the Kevin and Bean Show adds a song a week to this playlist. Something that we're just hearing about that we're like, this song is awesome. Or something that comes across maybe your shuffle and you're like, oh, Forgot about that song. Totally forgot how great that was. Let's bring that back for a bit. And then we talk about why we picked it, that type of thing. But you can find it at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You're going to find our playlist. There's uh, a lot of songs on it. About five and a half hours, maybe almost close to six hours now of music for you. So just press shuffle on that bad boy. Of course, click the follow button on the That's My Jam playlist so you don't even have to worry about it or think about having new music in your ear holes every single week. It's good fun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. First up, let's uh, let's start with Kevin. What is your pick? I'm going to go back to one that I heard and I was like, wow, I forgot how good that is. Yeah? Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Hashtag biscuit for weenie. Biscuit because for weenie. We want them at weenie roast. We think it would be a blast. You guys remember the song break stuff. I mean, imagine us, all of Weenie yeah. Roast, mm-hmm. listening to that song. Right? Loving it. Sounds great. Loving it. And Hashtag I, biscuit for Weenie. I, I just noticed, as I'm looking at the playlist, uh-huh. uh, Christine, mm-hmm. Beer Mug, sure. Chip, mm-hmm. Ruben, mm-hmm. all picked Lip Biscuit songs. <laughs> <laughs> we have a mission. We're on a mission right now, you guys. Yeah. All right, next up is Bean Song. He is not here. He is on vacation in England. 
Or, of course, he has told us he's moving to at the end of the year. Sucker. I'm going to just keep it a bean. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a bean, too. He he obviously went back a little ways, too. He picked the Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen. loves the queen. I mean, he's just a natural. He's getting a tattoo of the queen, his first and maybe only tattoo of the queen in a few weeks, you oh, guys. I, I think once he gets this one, it's full, all full over. Sleeves. It's on. Yeah, yeah full, full sleeves. sleeves, just a face tat. Neck. I love it. Yeah. Digs himself some queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jensen, you're up next. Uh, Gus Dapperton is his stage name. Brendan Rice is his real name. He's out of New York City. He has a couple EPs out mm-hmm. uh, that came out in 2017 and 2018. He has a brand new album coming out uh, in about a month. People know him because his song Of Lacking Spectacle was featured on 13 Reasons Why. Also, he looks we uh, I don't know, weird's the right reason, but his hair is kind of weird. He has like a green bowl cut. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's sort of, um, although he's dating uh, model Barbie Ferreira, he does sort of have a gender neutral vibe to him. Dresses uh-huh. very 80s, 90s. Okay. Uh, and I've become a big fan of sort of his, you know, indie stuff. Uh, it's really good. Indie rock. Uh, this song is a little more uh, ballady. It's called Fill Me Up Anthem. It just came out. My hoe brings home the bacon. I thought it was hope, but <laughs> oh, I think the I lyric... was like, "Good for you, dude." <laughs> I, listen, I, it could be hoe. Could be. If so, uh, I'm a bigger fan. <laughs> I mean, more power to you having yeah. a hoe that brings home the bacon. That's Man, great. I like that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And it's got a bowl cut. <laughs> and it's green, you said? It's green, it's green a lot, okay. yeah. All right, excellent. Uh, my pick is from someone that Bean picked a couple weeks ago because he, he chose one of her songs from her newest album, and he picked a song called Juice by Lizzo. I, too, went with Lizzo just because I... Sometimes in the morning when I start my car, I have my um, music on shuffle, and I feel like whatever that song that comes up will determine my day. Oh, no. It's a very, what if it's bad? It's, it's, it's a strange thing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. But last Friday, this song came up, and I was like, oh, damn. Of course. This song is all about... Your friend breaks up with a dude. He broke your heart. Well, guess what? I got a bottle of tequila. I'm coming over. We're going to boss up and change your life right now. You better get feeling good. And Lizzo is just, uh, there's no uh, there's no bigger boss bitch right now than Lizzo. And she plays the flute. Okay? <laughs> she plays the flute. This is a woman that just kills it with rapping and singing. And then she played the piccolo from junior high through college marching band. And she will do shows where she is just rapping, killing it, and then all of a sudden she stops, plays the flute, and she's twerking. Lizzo is the greatest human being to walk the face of the earth, and this song, I'm just going to say, 
is a banger. Here's Lizzo with Good As Hell. Boss up and change your life. You can have it all, no sacrifice. I know we did you wrong, we can make it right. So go and let it all hang out tonight. Cause we don't love you anymore. So walk your fine ass out the door. And do your head talk, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Head talk, check my nails. Baby, how you That's a good group. I'm just saying. Jam. Do your hair toss, check your nails, baby, how you doing? I'm feeling good as hell. Right? And she put out a new song uh, this week with Missy Elliott. Sure did. All right. I love it. I love it all so much, you guys. Again, it's our That's My Jam playlist. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on all the social medias. Go ahead and click follow. You're going to have new music every week. And again, on this list, uh, one, two, three, uh, six songs from Limp Bizkit. (laughs) Hashtag Biscuit for Weenie. We want you guys there. Fred, if you're listening, if anyone knows Fred, just say, Fred, Weenie Roast. Kevin and Bean. He would love to do it. I mean, we're speaking for him, but I feel like he would. I mean, we're also right? speaking for our station, and we're yeah. not positive. That's. I mean, none of this is great on right. our part. But we're just going to give it a try. We Let's make to, it happen. We, we are underdogs. Good. Correct. Amen. Some birthdays for you. We have got Reese Witherspoon, Bob Costas, Matthew Modine, Wolf Blitzer, Keegan-Michael Key, Constance Wu, and William Shatner. This is ground control to Major Tom. Mm-hmm. You've really made the grade. And the papers want to know whose shirts you wear. I got another minute and a half. Do you want it? Oh, uh, uh, if you do. I think we're good. I'd rather hear Tom Petty's cover of it. (laughs) This is Major Tom to Ground Control. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. And we welcome to the studios Jeff Tremaine. Welcome, Jeff. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Tell us about the dirt. <laughs> well, it's been a long time coming for me. I uh, I went after this project, started going after it in 2010. Wow. But actually, I would say I actually started going after it. Uh, in 2002, we were doing the first Jackass movie, mm-hmm. and we were all reading that book. It did, the book had just come out, and we were so into it. We're like, holy crap. came out in 2001 about Motley Crue. Yeah. It's yeah. Neil Strauss, right? It's Neil a, Strauss wrote yeah. it, yeah. And, uh, and it, I mean, you're talking about a bunch of non-readers passing this book. <laughs> <laughs> really psyched on it. And right then, uh, MTV Films had just... Uh, got the rights to it mm-hmm. and we were doing the movie with MTV we were doing our first movie with uh, MTV Films and this guy David Gale I, th- I just like threw out hey man if you need a director for that meanwhile I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> trying to yeah, direct I mean, my first punching dudes movie. in the testicles yeah, yeah. Like, so I was not qualified then but uh, uh, at, at, right after we finished Jackass 3 in 2010 I get a note from my agent it's like hey are you into are you a Motley Crue fan? I'm like, oh my god, the dirt's going <laughs> yeah. and uh, and at that point, like the Jackass roller coaster, we had you know kind of not just all the fun, crazy stuff, but all the drama and the addiction and everything else. I'd, I'd seen it all, and I really connected to the book on sure. that level. And uh, like, I didn't grow up like a super fan of Motley Crue. I liked Motley Crue just fine. They were always in the background. I was a skateboard kid and a BMX kid. Right. But but I connected more on like. On the, they could have died at any they moment. They could have died at any moment. Yeah. It's just these, these four, a gang of guys that are kind of always 
acting poorly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> expected to be bad and and all the drama that comes with you know that lifestyle and so uh in 2010 i just went all after it like made a book and a uh, a sizzle reel like a little lookbook that just had all how i wanted to go sure. after it and so yeah because there was talk of it being a cartoon for a long time i remember this was one of those books that kind of floated around for a while yeah it got, it got caught in production it was cursed like yeah. i mean like it stayed at Paramount and MTV Films for how until 2010. And then, yeah. Uh, Julie Yorn and Eric Olson, uh, they got the rights to it. And how hard is it casting Motley Crue? Like that's got to uh, that be does a seem impossible. Right, so difficult process. By the time now we finally got to that, that was in uh, what 2017. Mm -hmm. We started really casting, and that so that's after when we got the deal with Netflix. The only hang-up with them was they got we got to cast this thing right, and it, that was always our problem. But yeah. that's when we got serious about turning over every stone and finding the right young guys. I I wanted uh, sort of not super household faces because I thought you'd really feel the wigs. My my fear was feeling the wigs, right? Yeah. Like, like if you felt the wigs in this movie, it would look like a big parody in a Halloween costume. Big really cover band, yeah. Right, and, you know, just look. This is a tricky movie. Just on the the era and the loud, the loud scene in that era. It's the loudest of the early '80s, practically, right? Right. And, uh, and a and lot of people that that will see it remember it and live through it, right? And, and maybe a lot of remember it, <laughs> maybe right. But yeah. a lot of the kids today only know that era through Halloween costumes and, mm -hmm. and crappy movies that didn't get it right. So yeah, it's true. It can easily look like satire. So I was very uh, concerned about that, uh, but we just kind of hired all the right people, the right DP, Toby Oliver. Every, mm -hmm. All of us were kind of grew up in that era and really cared about telling it and telling it right and making it look right, getting all the right instruments and cars in the background and, you know, just everything about it. That actually is one of the greatest parts of the movie is the end where you're showing, you show a split screen of the actual performance yeah, that was cool. and then them there, an actual picture and them recreating it. That was really cool, cool to see. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, that was something I always wanted to do. You know, and a lot of those just happened. Like, we didn't really recreate a lot of those performances mm -hmm. shot for shot. But when we were looking through all the footage, we started like, Oh, it wow. was, yeah. It the was guys great. really became the guys. That's what yeah. it, it was. <laughs> I'm sure it took a long take? time to, to convince Machine Gun Kelly to be a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like casting him, he was a, really important to me. Not, not Machine Gun Kelly. I didn't know him very well. But I always wanted to get at least one guy from the music world that's lived this life, or at least part of this life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would influence the actors and, and kind of sort of be a... a accuracy check for us you know to make sure, sure that it's authentic and uh when he came in like he has a mayhem tattoo on his top of his right wrist mayhem the for same font Tom that tommy, tommy Lee lee's has band yeah chest. yeah and on the inside of his left wrist he's got the jackass logo oh god <laughs> this, is, this is way before he was even he even read the script or right. had any idea so yeah like i couldn't deny Maybe. that was that destiny, was destiny right? for yeah. sure sure and he and when he, when he sent me this audition tape uh, I'm like, well, he is Tommy. He doesn't have to act. I didn't know if he could act, and I hadn't seen anything he had done at that sure. point. Sure, um, but I mean, he was—he just was Tommy Lee. Now it says the co-producers are Tommy Lee, Mick Mars, Vince Neil, Nikki Six. Yeah, were they on the set a lot? Were no. they giving you feedback? They weren't. No, they because came... I would feel like they would meddle a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I, was, hey, I, right, I didn't I'll, I'll do that. I didn't do this that much. That I was bad. so nervous about that. Like, yeah, like just them being all over me and being diff. I mean, look, I had to win them over. I had to go and 
present my little book in Sizzle Reel. I had, I had to get their approval to direct this. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first guy I met was Nikki. And I, you read that book and you get, oh, he's difficult. Man. <laughs> yeah. gonna, so I was yeah. nervous for, for getting in there and uh, meeting Nikki. So I was really prepared. And he was so easy and cool and just... Is that kinda, I am? Like... He's changed a lot. He changed, yeah, and he he kind of figured me out quick, and we had sort of a common like he he got my vision for it real quick, and I think he saw in me this sort of underdog that he sees in himself, and and got on it. He got over the jackass thing quick that I was that this can look like a real movie, and um, and then the next guy I met was Tommy, and I had to go sell myself to Tommy, and I'm like, oh Tommy, I got him. He's one of my boys, right? <laughs> Tommy grilled me, man. He's Is that like, right? Dude, what do you think? Like, this is not a comedy, man. This is not going to be... This isn't Jackass, man. Like, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Made me defend all my choices. Got really, like, aggro on me. And I, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't... I wasn't prepared. Like, I, I at least... I would have... Of all the four, I would have not expected that. Me neither, right? right? And then I get in my car right after that meeting. I was all shook. And I get this text. Bro, this is going to be freaking awesome, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, man. Where were you 10 minutes ago? Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, um, but they... Truly, like, we're available if I needed them. Like, uh, I met with uh, Nikki a few times, uh, Tommy. I talked to Vince and Nick on the phone. But that's all. Sort of like if you needed them, yes, but they weren't they looking over your shoulder. put their faith that I would get it right, trusted awesome. me to do it. Nikki and Tommy came out to set right before we started shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't see them the rest of the shoot. Like, like they checked in on all the props. And, the, and, and it's funny because they hadn't even seen each other since the last show at the Staples Center 2015. They kind of were very over each other at that point. Right. The whole band left and hadn't talked until that day in New Orleans. We shot in New Orleans. And they came out and saw all the costumes and everything. And uh, I think it sort of, it was a walk down memory lane for them and really got them nostalgic. And they, they sort of, really bonded on that trip and got back together essentially and then they got in the studio started recording and that wasn't ever planned i don't think man i gotta tell you that when you watch this you go okay each one of these people is a dis- walking disaster i mean it's a miracle they're still then alive. they get yeah. together <laughs> and they're a, a group disaster right and at any point one or all of them could have died i yeah. mean it's yeah. really they yeah. lived hard yeah Heroin was like a reprise. Right. Oh, that, that was like the calmer part of the movie. And people who don't know, like who didn't read the book or, or don't know much about their story, like they have instances like with Ozzy Osbourne at a swimming pool that even if I told you what happened, you wouldn't believe it. It's so disgusting and yeah. strange. And I mean, what, what was motivation behind? I mean, it was just being more punk rock. Yeah, I mean that's just. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean coming that's from the, your world, that even that scene is. Uh, it wouldn't even on Jackass. You would have been like, "That's too much." Bro. I don't know. I mean, like, like that, that's the part I, I have a handle yeah. on. Right? Like, you have a grip on that. Yeah, like uh, that. I didn't find that. I, I've been there for that. Kind of <laughs> yeah. It was Where, the music that was still. You know, it's talking. funny. It's like that 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 sort of bad behavior, right? Though it starts at a level, and with Motley Crue and the Jackass guys, like. There's a free pass to like be bad all the time. Mm-hmm. Like like everyone expects it, and it just kind of that it bar starts getting. I would I would actually yeah. go down. That bar gets lower and lower, <laughs> yeah. and, lower. Yeah. and it just happens, and to a point where you lose sight of reality. I feel like it's a little more than a free pass, and it becomes like almost pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to really ratchet yeah. it up. That's right. Like you you can get caught up and become a caricature of yourself in that, and uh, but you do get lost in that. Like I said, that bar, it's almost. It's not just drugs, right? It's it's other things that your lifestyle just gets so yep. out of control. Yeah, desensitized. So, uh, did you watch it with them? I so so I told you they left me alone to make this movie essentially, right. uh, 
And I, I took it very serious. I, I, I wanted to make sure that we told this story. Like, I was beholden to the book. Like, right. Um, and I wanted to, to, to capture the spirit of the book. But I was driving a pretty tight edit of it, like pretty close to the locked picture, mm-hmm. out to Tommy's house to show it to Nikki and Tommy. That's the first uh, time I was going to show it to them. And I got really... In- like I got in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I hope I didn't mess it. Like, right. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, of course, you're I'm about to show these guys their life story. Right. And if someone's making my life story, I am gonna be up sure. in their business. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got real nervous, and I, I, I gave it to them, and we wa- I watched them. I sat behind them and to the left a little bit, so I could look at their faces, mm-hmm. but not let them feel me looking at them. And at first, you know, like. The early part of it where it's really fun and crazy, like they were both like just high fiving and like, <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like, dude. Yeah, Clark Street. Um, and uh, like even the Starwood, you know, we even got the wood paneling at the Starwood. We, we uh, Mel Mel Jones, our production designer, was so detail oriented, like on just how the she got the chevron wood paneling in the background. Like it was really cool. So right. they they were they really yeah. caught up in all of the nostalgia of it. But then as it starts getting heavier, they start getting quieter and quieter. And uh, and by the end, I'm looking over at Nikki, and there's a big tear rolling down his eye. And Tommy's just like looking at it, captivated. I got a big hug at the end. Wow, so that's great. Oh, God, that's, that's fantastic. fantastic. That's, I'll take it. That's the blessing. That's fantastic. So. The name of it is The Dirt. Mm-hmm. It's the Motley Crue story, and it's on Netflix today. It's, it's out. Yeah, so you yeah. can watch it today. Fantastic. You think you know the story, but. Just <laughs> yeah. Wait till the swimming pool. It's <laughs> <laughs> much crazier even than you think you remember. Yep. Uh, Jeff, thank you for coming in. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I don't know if you watched the uh, LA Kings game last night, but Mm -hmm. Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy was on the broadcast. Hmm. The LA Kings have had many celebrity guests, but they were mere mortals. Tonight, a man who is more man than the rest it's his turn, because tonight, it's Ron Burgundy night. 
Tuesday, Classy Los Angeles. I'm Patrick O'Neill. It's my great honor, my pleasure to introduce. All right, and just before he introduces them, I want to set the scene. They do a thing called Bark Madness mm-hmm. with the pets of the players. Yeah. So they're coming out of Bark Madness, and mm-hmm. then Jarrett Stoll asks him a question about Baxter, who, of course, is the dog. In Anchorman. Our LA Kings family to Ron Burgundy, the legendary anchorman who is with Alex Faust and Jim Fox. He's going to be joining the guys for the second period. I got a dog, Ron uh, Howie, a golden retriever, and I, I just wanted to ask you, how's Baxter doing? Yeah. Cute little guy. What's he up to? Baxter how, is doing? wonderful. Thank you for asking, Jared. Um, he is, uh, he's put on a few pounds. He, uh, he actually ate a, an entire ham uh, last weekend, uh, and I don't know, I don't know how he possibly did it. There's a shot of him. Uh, yeah, he looks a little rough right now. Baxter, oh. of course. Hey, you can say anything you want about me and my family, but you cannot say a bad word about Baxter. Hey, he's the original Bark Madness champion. He's the champion. original Bark Madness champion. Yeah, I think he bought it in uh, 1979. <laughs> not a lot of people say you can say anything you want about me and my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do not talk about Baxter. Um, so then they ask him about coming to the Kings game and why he may have been a little late. What right. brings you to a Kings game here tonight? Well, to be quite honest, uh, and I'm, I apologize for being late, I thought the fo- I thought you guys still played at the Forum. So I've been oh, down okay. in Inglewood yeah, yeah, yeah. and just driving around. You should have mentioned that. Sure. I walked in, I spent a half an hour at what I thought was a King's Day. Yeah. It was a Chardet yeah. concert. Uh, so, yeah. That's um, not the worst thing, so, I guess. <laughs> so then he starts doing play-by-play. And he doesn't necessarily know all of the names of the sure. players. And here we are controlling the puck, passing over to who was that guy? That'd be Sean Walker. Sean Walker, one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? One of my favorites. Then he starts talking about uh, we're playing San Jose, the Sharks. San Jose Sharks. You don't they like are guys, uh, 94 points, I believe, Not right, bad. in the Western Conference. Not bad. Number four in the uh, league, of course. They have yet to win a Stanley Cup. San Jose Sharks have never won a Stanley Cup. Could you say that one more time? Stan... Oh, shot on goal! Walker! <laughs> <laughs> he tries to do play-by-play. Now he does some more play-by-play, and their uh, goalkeeper uh, is named Martin Jones. He used to be with the Los Angeles Kings. See, the Kings on the breakaway. Here we have a shot on goal! Saved by Martin Jones. Martin Jones, former Kings player. You know what he does in the offseason? He works with puppets. He does? <laughs> yes. Is he a puppeteer? He's a puppeteer. <laughs> And uh, I've been to one of his puppet shows. They're actually quite good. Uh, this is really a wonderful vantage point. Now he's talking about how high up the press box is. You guys must never get sick of this. Best. Uh, I myself feel a little bit nauseous, and I hope I don't throw up during the broadcast. <laughs> that, yeah, but if I do, yeah. I'm going to throw up right on Foxy. That's oh, that'd bad. be fine. Yeah, that's okay. It's happened before. Before Jim. <laughs> so now he starts talking about Jeff Carter, who he loves. Oh, big hit by Carter. Jeff Carter. He is a statuesque man. I once saw Jeff Carter with his shirt off in the locker room. And, uh, what was your reaction? He's got the goods. Oh, shot on goal! <laughs> <laughs> and now he wants to know about Joe Thornton from the Sharks. This is the final clip. And Joe Thornton, if you haven't seen him, has a beard down to his belly button. It's ridiculous. Who's 19 for uh, San Jose there? That'd be Joe Thornton. Oh, Joe Thornton. Big Joe. Duck Dynasty Joe Thornton. <laughs> that beard. Apparently someone found a corn dog in Joe Thornton's beard <laughs> during the intermission break. That's not all they saw. There, there's a lot of 
old remnants of food in George Thornton's beard. San Jose working it around, taking a few shots. But what a small pass save! And cleared by the Kings. Take that, San Jose. Zero Stanley Cups. Zero <laughs> Stanley Cups for the San Jose Shark. You know what, though? They won 4-2. to two. Yep. They were down third period. Yep, yep. Handed the Sharks their fourth loss in a row. Yep. I think he's good luck. Wrong burgundy. Bring him yeah. Do it every game. Bring him yeah. back. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, it's time for Keep It 100. Yeah. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. Uh, you guys, we're going to go to caller 100 in just a second, but really sad for you, one. You wanted Radiohead's Paranoid Android, but you were 99, sucker. Mm. <laughs> and then Alex from San Pedro. Aww. Butthole Surfers, who was in my room last night. Oh, that's a good song. Right? That's yes. a great song. He was 101. But we have Texture 100. And it's uh, George in Monterey Park? Yes. Good morning, that's George. Hey, what's going on? Good morning. Uh, what plans you got for the weekend? Uh, tomorrow I am going to the LAFC game. Oh, oh nice. Very fun. Kevin, does that upset you? Oh, I was waiting for it. Does that upset you, Kevin? (laughs) I'm sorry for you. (laughs) Uh, Have you been texting this song before today? You know, I try to change it up every couple of weeks. I think I may have texted it uh, a week or two ago, but I try to change it up depending on, I don't know, my mood or, like, what's going on. All right, so you were in the mood for this one today. You were a texter 100. Would you like to introduce it? Yeah, this is just a song that takes me back uh, to the 80s and... Something I like to hear in the morning, and it is the Metro by Berlin. I remember searching for the perfect word. I was hoping you might change your mind. I remember a soldier sleeping next to me, riding on the Metro. Keep it 100. That is uh, Berlin in the Metro, Allie. Yeah. As is how we do things. Mm-hmm. What year was that released? It was in the 80s, you guys. Oh. Okay, good. I, I will say I didn't this. Say decade. I know, but okay. usually I have I have a memory so I can place it within a couple years because I remember either what car I was driving or where I was at the time. Okay. This is a bit before my memories of things like that. Okay. So it's early 80s. Correct. 81 or 82. Or 83, 80... I'm going to stop you right there. 82. I'm gonna 1982. Stop, I'm going to stop you before you said 82. When you said 81, oh! 82, 83... Yeah. Okay. First released as a non-album single in 81. Okay. Then sort of remixed and released on their album in 82. Hey. What? And then put it out on Geffen in 83. What? And that's when it charted and went up to number 58. Suck it. So you pretty much nailed them all. Thank you so very much. Which is uh, fantastic. I don't know how you do that. Thank you. Thank you. I I picked three years how I did it, Kevin. (laughs) You got it right. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world's famous K-Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, 
Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> We've come to another close of the week, my friends, so let me break it down for you as it officially ends. Because Kevin returned from Spain with some new street cred. He almost died from a bus driving on a moped. My wife almost joined him with a cord in the pool. I easily couldn't help, but I was like, nah, I'm cool. And we're taking requests to figure out the best sounds. If you want to hear a drop, I suggest you call now. Thomas Lemon stopped by to promote his work. And Omar made up a story for being a pervert. And when listing CBS shows, Bean yelled bones. And we test in deeper tones like Elizabeth Holmes. Marin Dungey brought cookies in a very cute pub. Adam Carolla was scheduled and actually showed up. Schwartz and Middle Ditch both made us all laugh. If you missed that download the podcast. Sounds really good that way. Damn, we had a good week. Yeah, I mean, right? It sounds better than it was. But this was a runner. We did well. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You can get the uh, podcast uh, for any of the days this entire week. Mm-hmm. Just go to iTunes or krock.com or any of those places you get your podcast. Or radio.com. Kat Corbett joins us for the final What's Happening with Allie. Yes. Hey. Uh, first up, I don't know if you heard about this, Kat, but Cardi B, she's known for making money moves. This one, she has locked up her catchphrase to use on an upcoming line of products. She has filed her trademark. That's her her trademark. So we can't do that anymore? Well, not if we want to sell things like clothing or paper goods like cups and posters. Uh, I do have... One that I trademarked. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, for t shirts, mm-hmm. any like uh, pagers. Do they still sell pagers? They don't uh, sell, but the king okay. of beepers does. Well, yeah. yeah, if you get beeped or whatever, you hear this. Sad. <laughs> positive. That, that was me just being a, <laughs> being a dog. Um, thank you. For yeah. that? Okay. No worries. I Excellent. own it now. So. Okay. It's yours. <laughs> it's you. yours. You're going to become rich with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys, but just so you know, don't don't think, okay, she she trademarked O-K-U-R-R-R. She trademarked that. Let me just get in there, and I'm going to trademark O-K-U-R-R. I'm going to drop off an R. Oh, take one guess off. guess what? She did. She did all of she it. She did that one, too. She's mm. like, mm, you're not going to get me. Okay. Right. Now you owe her money. No. Oh, oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Works. Not oh, yet. I'll she just filed I'll it. Hold on. It is too much. It's too much. <laughs> Honestly. It's like a parrot and a chihuahua oh, fighting. Someone just started their car right now. <laughs> Okay. That's the annoying remix. That is a lot. It's a lot. Um, Not sure if you uh, caught David Letterman on Ellen, but he was talking about um, one of his biggest regrets, and I thought it was so interesting. He, of course, is now doing his Netflix show, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, but he sat down with Ellen, who will be a guest on that show later, and he said, here's the mistake I made. I stayed on television way too long. And I'll tell you what happened. It turns out nobody has the guts to fire me. And I should have left like 10 years ago. Oof. Hmm. So he thought he stayed too long. You know what, though? I feel like he's one of those guys that is sort of always overly harsh toward himself. Right. His like wor- own worst critic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hated stuff that most people loved. And his yeah. worst days were better than most people's yeah. best days. And 
I don't know. I feel like that's just part of David Letterman. Yeah, and I still feel like he he went out on top. He didn't stay too long to anyone that watched him. Yeah, agreed. So the quality was still good. So uh, fuck up, camper, is what we're saying. <laughs> Guys, uh, I had no idea this was happening, but Donnie and Marie Osmond are ending their long-running Las Vegas show. Yeah, it's been on forever. I thought you were going to say marriage. No, oh, no, they are brother and sister. <laughs> they are brother and Does, sister. It doesn't cats. mean anything. It doesn't. Okay. Um, you're right. They have been playing at the Flamingo yeah. in Las Vegas, and they're going to close in November. It was sus- supposed to be a six-week run. This was right after um, she was on Dancing with the Stars in 2008. It wound up being from six weeks to 11 years. It was wow. an 11-year yeah. run, you guys. What? No idea. I know because the there are big banners outside of the yes. Flamingo Hilton. Yes. And because that was the hotel that my degenerate grandparents used to go to growing up. So I always am like, oh, check out the Flamingo. That's where I sat and looked at penguins all day while my <laughs> parents gambled away the USC money. Uh, so I do know anything that happened. And I've gone to Vegas a lot, and every single time I see the sign and go, who's going to see them? Right. Yeah. I, I can't imagine and yet they lasted for 11, 11 years. 11 years worth of people. What's the okay. capacity of, of that venue? Eight. Eight people, yeah. yeah. So it sells out <laughs> so pretty quick. Every yeah. night they fill yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> I am Two not shows sure. a night, though. So Every night. 16 total. Every night they sell 16 <laughs> tickets. But you guys, you think about it. Donnie and Marie have been performing together for over 40 years. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could... Uh, work with a brother. No. I only have two brothers, and I love them both dearly. I don't think I could work with them for 40 years. For four minutes! It just would be difficult because you know each other too well. Yeah. And I it's don't know. cuckoo. It is cuckoo. And I don't like it, but I do like it. Congratulations on a great run. <laughs> yeah. You don't like it or you do like it? A little bit like it. A little bit. Okay. Um... Kat, I'm not saying I saved this story for when you were in the room, but I feel like you're going to be on my side okay. with this story. I'm in. But a survey conducted by Finder.com found that Americans spent billions of dollars making drunk purchases in 2018. I am at the top of that list. Yeah, I feel like you would be too. Um, a poll of over 2,000 adults found the majority admitted to drunk shopping, 52% claiming their purchases were food-related, which, no, that's just ordering food when you're drunk. That doesn't count to me. But a full 10% admitted to buying cars. <laughs> cars? 14%. 14% booked vacations while drunk. Guilty. Yeah, I've seen people do that. Absolutely. You did that, Allie? Oh, absolutely. Wow. I kind of did that, too. Once. But, I mean, was that, like, pe- get together with friends and going, hey, let's yeah, go? Yeah, you're drunk and you're like, oh, yeah. my God, let's just look at tickets right now. Oh, my God, this is a great deal. Let's do it. And then the next day, you're like, what did I do? Because you have yeah. superpowers when you're, when you're hammered. Uh, you're like, I don't know, guy. I've never been to Tempe. <laughs> Sounds good. It's uh, $40 on Southwest. <laughs> and not worth it. That's it. And I don't know about you, but have you ever, you know, opened up your door and it's Amazon or someone and you get the package, you're like, no idea. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is this? Oh, this yeah. will be fun, right? I do that when I can't sleep. Not just yeah. when I'm drunk, but when I can't just sleep insomnia. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Something will show up at the door and I go, what? 
When did I ever that, that, also, right. that happens to be the sober also, just like normal life. Like, did I, what did I get? <laughs> Why did I order this cane that turns into a gun? Yeah. This is insane. I guess I own a katana now. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> See, I knew I should have saved that for you guys. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Cats. <laughs> I can't even get through this. You have a that. couple of fun things happening this Not weekend. Not as fun as that stuff. All right. Um, no, if you want to meet the band Foles, they're playing at the Shrine on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The band is actually going to be in the box office Sunday afternoon from 1 to 3. And so they want to meet. They have to sell their own tickets? They want to I meet. I feel like they should have managed. They're going to be signing vinyl. I don't oh. think they'll be selling the tickets. If Donnie okay. and Marie can sell out every night, they don't have to be in the booth. I yeah. mean, that seems You're right. I guess much. they haven't achieved Donnie and Marie level <laughs> well, with, no with the 8-16 yeah. split. Yeah. But, um, so they're going to be there on Sunday afternoon from 1 to 3. And you can listen to my interview with Giannis at krock.com talking about cats and foxes and stuff that he saw while he was on break. It's huh. really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded just like that. <laughs> Any Anything to do with um, pets? Well, it's funny you say that uh-huh. because uh, the K-Rock to the Rescue crew is going to be at the Barks of Love event, which is on Sunday, the third annual, noon to four in Orange County down at the Heritage Museum. So you can bring your dogs and your kids and maybe find your new best friend. Fun. I want to say fluffy. that I love this. I love this. I Absolutely. love that we do this and I love the cat Absolutely. does this. That's awesome. People uh, people are getting, um, you know, on board with the adoption as opposed to, uh, you know, buying and breeding and all that stuff. So it's the way it should be. It's only oh. Cat is filled with hair all over her sweater. <laughs> yes. she yes. that <laughs> I told you not to look. She did say, don't look at all the hair on me when she walked in. I'm like. Which is what exactly what do you do then? You look, well, specifically not only that, look for hair. It's if, no more than usual. Cat is just really hairy. If guys. it was a white sweater, you would never know. I would <laughs> and then uh, our little friend Chip has something that's going down on Sunday. What is that, Chip? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a hockey head. What? Yep, yep, right? yep, yep, yep. And uh, so I've been doing this podcast, Totally Offside, for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. It'll be a year in April. And to celebrate the end of the season, uh, my podcast and another podcast, and I'm calling, we're putting together a pickup game. They oh, put fine. A, uh, They put a team together. I put a team together. It's a bunch of different ages, a bunch of different um, you know, skill levels, mm-hmm. co-ed, and it's a fight to the death. Oh, oh, yeah. oh we're going serious. Wow. We're going hardcore with this. My God. Oh my God. Okay. We have a trophy. All right. That has a ridiculously long name. Mm-hmm. For no reason. We decide there needs to be a trophy. Okay. But if you want to come and watch this game, it'll be noon on Sunday at Lakewood Ice, which is uh, 3975 Pixie Avenue in Lakewood. Okay. Um, come and watch the game. It'll be a lot of fun and just madness. Bring a casket. Yeah. I'm a pro <laughs> hockey fight person. I'm into that. You, you like that? that? Yeah. Yeah. I old, can't help it. Old time hockey. Yeah. That was a line from Slapshot. Uh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Good times. Some birthdays for you. We've got Bob Costas, Matthew Modine, Wolf Blitzer, Keegan-Michael Key, Constance Wu, Bob Costas, Reese Witherspoon, William Shatner. And that's what's happening. Enjoy your weekend. Go out and see us. Thanks, Ellie. So how helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers commercial free-for-all during your drive home today on the world-famous K-Rock. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Hey, now. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. I can't fix stupid. Roll another one. Mommy, Daddy, are you getting divorced? Just like the 
care about that. This one seems to be allowed to quit. And I need another hit. I don't like to put chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. But no more huh, what a satisfying conclusion to that story. Just passing around. And that's enough said about that. We'll just pass it on down. Like, I'm just fed the f*** up. I can't take another minute of this bull God, they're so evil. Just please, God, free us from them. They're drunk on our children's blood, for God's sake. Okay, I'm going to stop right now. Um, excuse me, everyone. I quit. So there's that. Whoops, you know what that means. It means our time is just about up. I made this. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. I'm sorry. I can't. 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 No, I can't. I really can't. Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.